0: Last night I was approached by a couple of people asking me what the response is, what the voida is, in response to the tragedy that happened in Eretz Yisrael. When they asked me this last night, I was unable to answer them based on two reasons. Number one, the enormity of the tragedy left me in a position where I was so shocked, I felt I couldn't think properly to be able to formulate a proper response. And secondly, I don't feel myself roi b'chlal to be able to give advice as to what the Avoida is in such a situation. However, a koshbar gifted to me today that I found, written and printed, they printed from, from uh, cassette tapes, some of the shmuzin that Reuchayim Shulevitz gave during the Yom Kippur War. And these Shmuzin gave me tremendous chizit personally, and I would like to share with you his words, because he was definitely a person that was right to give us a response and an avodah for these days. <clears throat> he first quoted the Gemara in Brachas Sam Samagimah, which says, The Gemara says, anybody who loosens himself from the words of Taira his learning of Torah is rafoi. He has no strength to stand in an sarah. We are definitely in an sarah now. And the Gemara tells us that if we want to have the kayach to be made, we need to chas v'sholam not be merapeh midivrei Torah. In order to tra- properly explain this, I was listening today also to Ritza Berkowitz who gave a shmuz, and he used a very appropriate word, I think, which is the basis behind this Gemara, he said that in these days, our learning has to take on a greater level of intensity. That is the antithesis of Mirapa Asme B'divrei Torah. Our learning has to be not only more learning, but it has to be with a greater intensity, more concentration, more devotion to the learning, and then we will be, as Hashem, have the Kayak to be Oumid be'ez Rabbeinu quoted of a Raba, which says that when Haman came to Mordechai after his Gzeiro and he saw that Mordechai was learning Torah, he was learning the Halachas of the Omer with his Tamidim. He said, "Your Omer, your learning of the Omer was Doiche Asara from Shkalim Shali." So, that Reb Chaim, even Haman Harasha understood that the way to be Matzal Klai Yisrael is through Limurat Torah. But Reb Chaim went on to speak about another Nakuda. He says that in the posig in Bamidbar, when it discusses Mechemes Midjan, it's in Bamidbar Lamed Aleph, the posig says, Elif Lamate, Lamate. The Medrish tells us, what does it mean, Elif Lamate, Elif Lamate, why does it say it twice? Says the Medrish, there was a thousand people from each Shavit that were dedicated to be soldiers in the war against Midjan. But there was also a thousand, thousand soldiers taken from every Shavit, in order to be dedicated to daven for the atzlochah, for the war. Says Rebbe we see a tremendous chiddush in the Kayach of B'Eis Machamah, that it's literally a one-to-one ratio. For every single soldier that is necessary to fight the battle, you need another person that's dedicated to davening for the success of the battle. I was this ira to the fact that, that why do we need to dedicate people to daven? Why can't we just tell the people fighting the battle also to daven? Or why can't everyone just be davening mimeila? Is vice from this medrash that in an ace mechamah, it's not enough to just be going along our business and having regular tefillahs. We need to be meyachid ourselves for the avodah of tefillah. We have to give ourselves a specific dedication, set aside time for davening. If we cannot set aside people that their sole purpose is to daven, then we have to carve out more time in our day for our tefillahs. We have to make sure that we come on time to the davening. We have to start and end the tefillah. It has to be carved out as a specific time for davening. Because the Medrash is telling us, that a person's tefillah-based mohamah is a one-to-one ratio to the success that the soldier fighting the battle is. It's interesting that Rav Chaim brings an interesting point. He says these people that were dedicated to davening, it is clear from the psukim that they also went to the battlefront together with the soldiers. And we can wonder why do they have to go to the battlefront? Let them just stay home and daven and shul says Reb Chaim is vice-dois, that if a person is not seeing and experiencing the battle, he cannot daven properly. Reb Chaim builds this yisoid very strongly, that when a person is rochik from something, he cannot truly experience the thing. It says that by Hagar, when she had her child Yeshmoel, and Yeshmoel was dying it says, She sat far away from him. I can't see when my child is dying. When I, She felt that if her child was far away from her, although she would, she knew he was dying, but to not see it would make it easier for her to be able to deal with the emotions of a mother having to lose a child. And the passage says, as the child got weaker, Rashi explains she went even further. The Eben Ezra says that Yecheved took Moshe Abenu and she put him into the Svas Hayar. Says the Eben Ezra, why? Why did she throw him into the river? And he says it was the same idea. Ki amra shlei she didn't want to have to see him dying. She couldn't bear seeing him dying. Only by him being far away would she be able to deal with those emotions. Says Reb Reb Chaim, we see that when a person wants to connect emotionally to something, he has to see it, he has to be there in order to be able to connect emotionally. And then he brings an unbelievable raya from Rachel Imenu. We know that Rachel Imenu had to be buried by Beis Lechem. Chazal tell us why. So that when Klai Yisrael is going into Golis, they should pass by Rachel and Rachel should cry for Klai Yisrael. Says Reb Chaim, we're talking about when Rocha wasn't even alive. She'll be. A, she was just going to be on the Shema at that point in time. But vice versa, if Klai Yisrael wouldn't pass by her mamish, kever, so her cries to Baruch would not be the same level, the same level of cries that will have the same effect in her tefilas to Hakadosh Baruch to affect Klai Yisrael coming back from Galus. So says Reb We see that to connect to something, it has to be in front of your eyes, and that's why the soldiers that were davening, that were the people that were dedicated to davening, had to also be in the mechama together with the people fighting the battle. I was this ayur a tough fact. A bocher asked me. He called me up and he says, "Do I think he should? He has access to be able to see some of the videos that show the terrible atrocities that were done? Gruesome, terrible, terrible videos. Do I think it's a good idea?" So I asked him why he wants to see it. He says, I think it'll make me daven better. So it's an individual shayla for each person. But one thing I think is clear. Reb Chaim is telling us that if we are exposed to these videos and we are able to see terrible, the terrible, terrible, terrible things, that's mechaev from us, a gevaldga level of tefillah, the tefillah that we can do when we've seen such terrible, terrible videos and such terrible, terrible tragedies, is Mechayi of a different level of tvila. Our tefillahs can be so much more powerful now because we should and we can live with what the tzaras are and our tefillahs can be so much more different and how we have to make sure to dedicate our time properly to be able to daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. mentions a well-known chazal that anybody that has Mishtate from the tsar of the seabird will be zaycheh to partake in the Nechama of the Tzibar. And anyone, Chas shalom that is not mishtatev in the Tzah of the Tzibar, Shaitan Chazal, will not have that schus to take part in the Nechama of the tzibr. Chash Eden are saying that we're hoping that the Nechama from this tremendous sorrow will be Yemais HaMashiach, Meher We all for sure want to be Zaychet, to be Rayab B'Nech Masa. Says Rab Chaim, he quotes a scary Pirma The Pirma writes, and Reb says, Avada, he's right. He says, anybody that has the ability to daven for the tzibur and to help the tzibur with his tfilis, and he doesn't do it, is considered eno meshdateif bitzer matziber veeno iroyav bnechmoson adaver niflom oyd. How it is mechayivos that it cannot be that we go through a shemayna esrei a shacharis a mincha and a maariv and we're not davening for for achenu bnei yisrael. It can't be that a tefillah should go by and we don't put our heartfelt kavanah for achenu bnei yisrael. On this idea of being meshdateif in the Tsar of chaveroy. Reb Chaim quotes a Gemara in Meseches Tainus. The Gemara in Meseches says that a person who sees that the Tzibar is Bitzar, even if he himself personally is not Bitzar, has no right, has no right, says Chaim, says the Gemara, to be perish from the tzibur and to go home and eat and drink and say, I'm fine. But he is to mishtatev in the Tzar of the tzibur. The Gemara brings the Raya from Moshe Rabbeinu, that during Mechamis HaMolek, when he was sitting, it says they brought him a rock to sit on, it says the Gemara, did Moshe Rabbeinu not have a pillow or a couch to sit on? And the Gemara says, Avadi he did, but he said sat on a rock. Why? To mishtatif in the Tzar of the tzibur? So Rabbi Seinu have taught us that in a Zman of sorrow, when there are tons and tons and tons of families that are undergoing emotional pain of losing loved ones, there are many, many soldiers and many, many people that are undergoing physical pain, lacking basic, basic needs. It's partially that we have to physically be mishtatif in the tsar of the tzibur. This is not a time for us to be engaged and in indulging in ourselves, in the luxuries of life. We shouldn't be engaging in big pleasures in our life. We have to try in some way to cut back and to be mishtatif in the tsar of the tzibur. We know that our Graysiged during these tkufas wouldn't even sleep on a bed. We're to Shtel in whatever way we can, but Lachalapach to not to engage in the regular luxuries that we might partake of. that's the most basic form of Imishhtatef with the Tsar of the Tsiber. Ruchaim gives a gewaltige insight in the benefits such a thing can be. We have mentioned before the Yasid of Israel Salanter. That a is a tzortan tan and he doesn't do ain avel, he does do avel. Kashborhu baruchu makes sure that everything is organized and everything is gecheshmen, and nothing happens that's not meant to be. And we explained, like the pasuk says, mishpatei Hashem emes yachtov, that everything all together is bitsadek means that when a is mitzired somebody. And there are people around him that also get affected, are also bitsar because of this person's sar. It only happens if they deserve to have that sar. That's tzotku Yachtov. So says Reb Chaim, imagine if we take it upon ourselves to be Bitsar with hacheinu b'nei Yisrael. He says, who knows? It could be that we do not deserve to have this sar. And by a Baruch who's seeing that tragedies chas and in Eretz Yisrael cause a tsar, if we don't deserve it, it could take a patter them from having a tsar. That maybe they won't have a tsar. So possibly by us being Bitsar over acheinu bnei Yisrael, maybe we could save chas v'shalim somebody from having a tragedy in Eretz Yisrael because we don't maybe we don't deserve to have that tsar. The more people in Klai Yisrael that share in the Tsar, that would be potentially half Tsar, from Tsar that would happen, is a schuss that the Tsar shouldn't happen, Bechlal. I think that's a very powerful incentive of a person to think about it. That if he wants in a practical way to help and alleviate the Tsar, and the potential Tsar, that could happen, it's by him being mishtatev now, in a practical way, in the Tsar of the (coughs) Tzibar. Reb Chaim added... Two points. Reb Chaim said that during the Six-Day War, he said the matzah was very, very schwer and there were bombs falling all over the place and they were in a bomb shelter. And the matzah was very, very bad. And he quoted, and this story is famous, but the backdrop and the vart behind the story is not as well known. Reb Chaim said that there were tremendous tefillas going on And there were tremendous chusim being taken on in order that the the battle should be won and that Klai should be saved. But he attributed the fact that they were saved to the specific incident, which I'll mention in a moment. But he proceeded by saying that Chazal tell us that Esther invited Haman to the Suda. And Chazal asked us why. Why would she invite Haman to the Suda together with Ahas and the Gemara, this is a, a, a Gemara Megillah that says, "Omra Esther, Esther said, Ula yargish ha-maka viyase Maybe this will get HaKadosh Baruch Hu to be margish. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be affected. He'll feel bad and he'll make a nace. Why will Hashem be affected, says Rashi there, when Hashem will see, that I need to appease this Russia and to degrade my honor to have to treat nicely this terrible Russia called Haman. Said Reb Chaim, says in this Rashi something unbelievable. Esther was trying to achieve a Yeshua for Klai Yisrael from Exera Neiro. Haman had been La l'hashmin La Esther was trying to create a Yeshua. And what was her Mahalich? Her mahalik was to do something to be mezalzul b'chveidah. Says Reb Chaim, she was trying to work on a shvirus hamidus. She was trying to do something to break a midah. It is very difficult for a person to forgo, forgo their honor. But Esther was trying to be shoyver hamidus. And in the schools of that shvirus hamidus, of be she was hoping that akosh Baruch would be margish. He'd appreciate it and make for her nice Chaim learned out from here that a tremendous skula for Yeshua is when a person works on shvirus Hamidus. So he said at that time that together with them in the bunker was a woman who was an Aguna and she was a person that had suffered terribly from her husband. Her husband had run, run away from her for many years and had left her in Aguna. And she was sitting in the bunker with them and she screamed out, I'm moichel him completely for all the bazillion that he did to me and all the tsar that he caused me. <coughs> and she said, HaKadosh I ask you now to be Michael Klai Yisrael also and to bring a Yeshua. And Reb Chaim said that he felt that it was this Shvirus Hamidus to forgive somebody who had caused her such tremendous sorrow that it affected Yeshua and Klai Yisrael. So Reb Chaim is telling us on Avoy the to try to be Zeichet to Yeshua for Klai Yisrael is to try to work on our Shvirus Hamidus in this union maybe of forgetting people when people us, to maybe be moichel them, or in any area, in to do something that maybe is not to our COVID, but we're going to do it anyways, we'll be our midah of COVID, and to do something that requires going against the grain of our COVID, and the examples are many, and we know them, and that could be a skula for our Yeshua. The second thing that Reb Chaim says, is he says, Chazal tell us, Chazal tell us that if a person does something, he's Peseyach Pesach Lechavei Naf If somebody opens a door for his friend, he owes him his life. So B'chaim said, the Gemar says in Bava Basra that there were some, certain people called the Harugei Lod. The Harugei Lod were people that there was a whole city of Yedin that their lives were in danger. The king wanted to destroy the whole city because there was a libel against them but they had killed somebody. And these Harugei Lod saved the city by taking a chryis and claiming that they had, they had killed the person. Says the in Baba Basra, Harugei Lod, ain kol beryo yachay lamid mechitsasen. There is no creation that could stand in their area in Ganeiden. Their area in Ganeiden is so special that no one can come close. Why, said Reb Chaim? Because they were a nafesh ba'ad Klai Yisrael. They gave up their lives to save Klai Yisrael. So Ruhayim said over, I'm saying over the words that Ruhayim said, he said over, so for sure, the people that are fighting in the army, that are being mitzer nefesh for the Salah of Klai Yisrael, they also have this Kayach of a, no one can stand in their Mechitzas, their greatness is assured, and we also have a tremendous chiv to mispal on them, because if a Peseyach, Pesal Chavero is Nafshiv Chayavla, for sure somebody is Mysore Nefesh to save Klai Yisrael, there's a Chiyah for us to Myspal very strongly on them. Just want to end off something I was just to by Marv tonight. From Isa, we talked about being a in the Tsar, of the many, many people that are going through terrible difficulties, unbearable difficulties, unfathomable difficulties. There was this oyer and Marev when we said the words, Baruch Atah Hashem, Oyev Yisrael. Say in Davni that the Rabban is an Oyev Amo Yisrael. Can we stop for a moment and think how much pain it must be to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, who is Oyev, he loves Klai Yisrael so dearly. Can we imagine what kind of pain the Rabban Shalom underwent on Simchas Teirur and is in an the ongoing situation? The pain for HaKadosh Baruch Hu must be incredible. We have to try to also be Mishnahte from the Tsar of Boruchu and to share in his pain. I once heard a myself from the Klais of and he was in one of the camps and he was working at Perach. So somebody came over to him and they saw he was whispering, and they came to listen to what he said, and he was saying the following thing. He says, It says in the Postgam Gates rokiati Modi. So he was saying, Gam Even if I go in the valley of death, in a terrible place, lo yira, I'm not scared. Ra, but what's bad? What bothers me? Ki'ata imodi, That you, that I slept you here, and you have to be here with me, and you have to suffer my pain. That was the Hergish, of the Koizan Baru he didn't think about himself, and about the Ketzeros that he had, but he thought about the Ketzeros of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So we have to also think, about the Oyv Amo Yisrael and Tumeshnatev in our Tefilas also in the of Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Hashem. We should be the final bracha at the end of Maariv, which we say Shayma Aamo Yisrael Ad. We know the Bereshit is the Shema Am Yisrael Ad, and I'll end with the words that Ruchaim says. Ruchaim says his last piece of advice at the end of the shoes was we also have to have to be careful. Shaloi Lufachid. There are many psukim that talk about. Away Bishasba is not supposed to be Mafaid. And the reason he's not supposed to be a is not because there isn't danger. There is danger, but he knows that he has the Shema Ahmed Sur La'ad. He has the Rabban Shalam to the Baytachin. is watching over him. And therefore, although he, he realizes the danger, a true bait realizes the danger, but he doesn't get into a pachad, he doesn't get into a, a, a panic. Because he understands, Akash Baruch is the Shayma Ami solah Ad. The Rosh Hashanah Shabbos the Shmaya that the Shayma Ami Yisrael Ad should protect Klai We shall only be zeiched to hear B'suris Tavis.